Hi, family, and welcome to Jordan's Journey Podcast, your number one resource to help you grow in life and in faith. I'm your host, Jordan Thorpe, where we talk all things your journey to becoming, becoming who God is calling you to be. So if you're ready to learn and grow along your journey, stay tuned. Hi, family. Welcome back to another episode of What's Your Journey? I'm Jordan Thorpe. And today we have a very special guest with us. But before we get into the interview, I do want to do our kingdom business highlight for the week. And that is the Promise Shop 21. And they have faith-based t-shirts, hoodies, um, coffee mugs, and things like that. So you can find the Promise Shop 21 along with other kingdom businesses and Jordan's Journey app, which is available in the Apple Store and Google Play. And so let's get into our interview. Hi, Jakira. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I have a little complaint. How are you? I'm doing good. So just a little fun fact, Jakira is my cousin from Philadelphia, um, and she has so much stuff going on. Um, <laughs> I asked her to come on because I just wanted to talk to her um, and see see what's going on. So Jakira, introduce yourself. Let us know who you are, what you do. My name is Jakira McKendrick. I am uh, a self-published author of four. I'm an entrepreneur. I own my own self-publishing company where I help other authors um, self-publish their their books. We print as well, edit, format, do the whole thing for you. Um, I have a clothing line called Unapologetically Me, um, which basically is who I am and, and a lot of like my journey. And I am a spoken word artist. So I have a um, spoken word album out on all major platforms. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm a jack of all trades. I do a little bit of everything. Right. So I want to get into each one. Um, so let's start off with um, your publishing company. So okay. you self-publish. You're an author as well. So yes. tell us a little bit about your books and how did you even get into writing? Um, it started off as poetry. So um, poetry and me just writing in my journals. So yeah, I, uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I can enter into like a, a writing contest when I was in college and mm-hmm. a response that I got from it was like really good. So I was like, okay, let me see. Let me explore this a little bit more. Poetry turned into stories. And then my first book came, and then my second book came, and then it was a sequel for that book. Mm-hmm. And then finally, um, Me Versus Me came. And that um, was, that was like more personal. It was a more personal, it's a self-help book. And it helps people to stop looking at others and realize that your only competition is yourself. It's the old version of you. It's the new version of you who you fight to become. So it's not other people. You're not in competition with other people. You're in competition with yourself, healing your past, healing your past traumas, your childhood, and just like really blossoming into who God called you to be. Yeah. 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 So what inspired you to write a book like that? First of all, that book, Me Versus Me, is so needed, especially in the yeah. world of social media where you see what everybody's doing and it's so easy to compare 
because you see every single thing. So that book is so needed right now. So what inspires you to write? I hit a really dark place, like mm-hmm. dark. I think that's when I uh, first realized that I was suffering from depression. Yeah. I hit like a real dark place. I didn't want to talk to God. I didn't want to talk to my friends. I didn't feel like I had family that understood exactly what I was going through or even to take me serious. So it was like, I just remember being on the floor. I was living in my friend's, my best friend's um, house. And I was on the floor and I just broke down, like broke down. I was crying and I didn't didn't even know what to pray. But I just literally heard God say, get up, like get up. I'm not done with you. Like I'm not done with you at all. And from that moment, it was like I was constantly hearing him like instructions of what to do. I need you to fast. I need you to listen to this sermon. I need you to read this scripture. I need you to go to this church. And I ended up going to this church and it changed my entire life. Like it changed my life. Mm, I couldn't believe it. Because I really was done with church. I was done, I was done with Christianity, the religion. I was done with it. Like I ain't that ain't for me. Yeah. And how many of us like get into places just where we're like done? Done. So done. And then it's at those those low points where God picks us up because it's not by our strength. And I think that's why we hit those low places to remind us, like, you're not doing this on your strength. Like, it's not you. Like, this is me. And you you can't do it by yourself. Don't ever think that you can. You cannot do it by yourself. It's impossible. It's impossible. Exactly. Um, So you have your book, Me Versus Me. So is this, that was your fourth book or? That's the fourth one. Okay, so take us back to, to your first book. Your first book that made you an author. My um, first book is called A Mother's Love Going Wrong. Yeah. And what is that about? I touch on religion. I touch on family. I talk, touch on mother and daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people thought that because the scenario is kind of familiar to my life, yeah, the whole story was about my life, and they yeah. thought that I was picking my mom apart and all this type of stuff. And it wasn't, it, it was just I heard clear to God, like, you can't sit on what you went through because I need you to give that testimony because it's helping other people. You're not the only person that go through that, you're not the only person that went through church hurt, you're not the only person that go through a mother and a daughter hurt, you're not the only person that go through. Suicidal thoughts. You're not it, but I need you to talk about me bringing you through it so they can know that I can do the same for them. That's exactly. And I kind of went, experienced a little bit of that, you know, with my book. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how how much do you share? Because you want to be vulnerable. You want to be honest. But at the same time, there's people that are still living and you don't want. But it's like, it's my truth. Exactly. And I have to share my truth so I understand where you're coming from with that. Um, so unapologetically me is your clothing line. So I love the name unapologetic unapologetically me. Where did that come from? Um a lot of people again did not know that I was suffering from like I had insecurity issues growing up. Yeah. Everybody looked at me like I'm crazy like you're beautiful. How can you be insecure? Yeah. But a lot right. of the 
confidence is not on the outside. It's the in your inside. So you got to be confident on the inside in order for that to exude on the outside. I was not confident on my inside. I was insecure about a lot. I did not know who I was. Yeah. I depended on other people to tell me you're beautiful. Oh, I love you. Oh, you can do this in order for me to believe that I can do it. And then it was kind of like God literally in that same, that whole season, he just was giving it to me. Like, you don't have anything to be ashamed of. Like everything that you went through literally is, is building the woman that I created you to be. So you are unapologetically you. And then I was like, you know what? I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you tell someone who was like battling with depression and it just seems like they just can't get unstuck? Like, what would you tell them in that moment? Honest, you want to know so crazy? <laughs> because my poem, I literally just wrote a poem Sunday because last week I was having a moment like depression, suicidal thoughts. It was so heavy on me, but I know it came because I just rededicated my life back to God. Like once uh, Quadir been dead two years, when Quadir yeah. got killed, it was kind of like, I was like, you know what? Uh, Quadir is our cousin who was murdered in um, Philadelphia. So that was like a gut punch for me. Yeah. And I was doing so good. Like I was doing everything God asked me to do. I'm like, all right, I'm back in church. I'm doing ministry. I'm doing this. And then I got punched. And that was like a hurt piece. Yeah. And I got so angry with God. I was like, you know what? I don't really know if this is working out. I don't know if what you're telling me is true. Because yeah. if you did, how could that happen? And I'm not like you. I don't see it coming. But then I had to really realize like we don't. Yeah, we are family, but we don't belong to each other. We belong to him. So he That's has right. the right to take us whenever he wants to. We don't know whether his purpose was fulfilled. Quadir mm-hmm. touched so many people. He done informed on so many people's lives. And it's just like a lot of people that I come in contact with even now is like, yo, I'm doing this because Quad, man, Quad, and he like he inspired this. And it's just like, okay, his purpose was fulfilled. Who am I to get angry with God? I was so mad at him. I was so angry. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how you said, um, you know, we don't belong to each other. You know, as painful as it is, like it's a death is a constant reminder that this is so temporary, that this is like a drop in the water in the ocean compared to eternal life. This life that we're living like it's so short. And we, it's a constant reminder, like, we are here for a purpose, for a reason, and then we're out. That's we're it. Out. <laughs> like, we don't know, we don't know what the next per- person purpose is or when it's fulfilled in God's eyes. In our eyes, we still got more to do. But God yeah. is like, okay, you did what I needed you to do. Now it's time for you to come on home. Yeah. Who are we to question it? But back to your question, I oh. would tell them, pick yourself up. Pick yourself up because mm-hmm. depression can only stay. Depression can only take over your mind if you allow it to. So you got to train yourself. Like when depression is telling you, you not love, you got to really recite your, I am love because I came from God. I am love because you know what I'm saying? Like I had people around me that, that really love me, that support me, that's there for me, that they can pray for me. When depression tell you that you're not good enough, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, yes, I am. I'm more than enough. 
you really got to be the one to pick yourself up because other than that, you'll soak in it. You'll sit in it, pray your way out of it. Like that's literally how I, how I do. I last week I was upset. I was I was down. Like I was I was really going through like a lot of mental torment. Mm. Um, my our cousin Troy, she yeah. ended up calling me. A lot of people don't know Troy. Troy Troy's very spiritual. She ended up calling me, and my manager called, mm-hmm. and he just started praying. And when he was... So they just called you out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. They, that's how in tune people are around me. They called me out of nowhere and literally started speaking to exactly what I was feeling. So it was... it. That was my reminder, like, depression, the devil, all of that mental torment is trying to tell you that you are not enough or that you done and you're not doing enough. And here, here I am. You didn't even talk to anybody. Here I am telling you and sending you reminders. You are more than enough. You are chosen. You are built for this. You have the strength. All you got to do is lean on me. So it was just like, okay, I'm picking myself up. Like I'll pick myself up. But that was like, and I really honestly think you need people around you that can pray for you. That's in tune with you. If you don't have people that can pray for you, I don't I don't see how people can beat depression. Because that is literally something that you have to pray off of you. It's mm-hmm. no way that you can beat it. It's, it's impossible. And that's my personal opinion because I went through it. Like, And right. I didn't try everything. I didn't try smoking, drinking, yeah. partying. Like trying to take my mind off. No. As soon as I'm by myself, I'm back soaking in it. When I'm not high, I'm back soaking in it. When I'm sober, I'm back soaking in it. Only thing that picked me up is prayer. Literally, the only thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's the more sustainable way. Because, you know, drinking all that stuff on that But I think it's going to you know, because it doesn't really get to the root of it. Because as soon as you come down from that high or as soon as you are not drunk anymore, you're back facing reality. And you're kind of in that continual cycle. Yeah. Uh, trying to chase that that experience. Just so you um, deal. A lot right. of people deal with the problem. They just want to cover it. You got to deal with it so you can heal from it and then move on from it. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing should be able to trigger that once you're healed. So the goal should always be not to deal with it. like Not to like really soak in it and be content with it. No, I want to heal from this. So nothing that ever that used to trigger it can trigger anymore. Another situation come up and it'd be like, oh, whatever. I'm going to go pray this off before before I feel myself going back into that bubble, to that darkness. Nah, we ain't about to do that yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to so how does God play a role in your businesses? So, yeah, like how, what, how does that intertwine if it does specifically for my publishing company i feel like that is really like um more purpose driven because mm-hmm. one and what is and your, what is your company? amazing reads publications okay um for one the patience the level of patience and grace that i have with my clients is God sent because if you know me personally, like as a person, you know, I, I got patience, but it's not like you know what I'm saying, it's not up there. But the way that I'm able to really like dissect 
And I could talk to a client. We have a conversation. They tell me, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. Then a week later, I do what they ask. And then they come back and say they want to do something completely different. To a person that's like... (laughs) It's, it's frustrating, but yeah. I never allow like anybody that's ever any of my clients will always say, I don't know where you get the patience from. And that's God, because I know that I'm helping people tell their story. So who am I to be frustrated? Who am I to get upset? Who am I to get like be short fused when I'm literally teaching them the process? They don't know what they're doing. I'm teaching them what, what to do. So why would I be, why would I, why would I give anything but but patience? Why would I give them anything but grace? Because honestly, I really started operating, not even just in business, but as a person, the same way that God treats me. That's right. I can't be upset or not forgive somebody because they hurt me when I do. 97,000 things a day and literally I go at night and I pray, God, please forgive me. Help me not to do the same thing. And it, he ain't mad at me. He not holding no grudge against me. Who am I to hold that against anybody? Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. And it's, uh, it's our relationships are almost a reflection of how God loves us. And that, that should be the standard of your relationships. All relationships. Everybody. Right. But like forgiveness, patience, love is patient, love is kind. You know, does not you know First Corinthians exactly. Um, so that's good. I love that. And um, you you mentioned about your spoken word, mm-hmm. your spoken word and poetry. So can you elaborate more on um your your spoken word? So last year, February on my birthday, I had released um. I released a spoken word project titled Unfiltered Emotions, where I just I just let it out. Like, however I was feeling, I just let it out poetically. And I teamed up with um, my producer, and he's my manager. Um, he basically created original beats to flow with the poetry. So... So where can we find it? It's on everything on Tidal, Spotify, Apple. That is so cool. No, I remember when you released that. Like that's so good. Yeah, it was. It was different because I've never heard like spoken word, but it's like an album. It's like like you can listen to some of the music. I mean, some of the tracks if you're in your car and be like. Right. Um, you could be in it in the house and it just you know how some slow music it gets you there. You you put music on the cry. One of the one of them one of the pieces to do that for you. If you need inspiration, push through. Go listen to that. It'll make you get up through. I got it, yeah. And then I got another album that I'm working on that's dropping in February. So yeah. Wow. So what would you tell someone who wants to get into like spoken word, poetry? something like that like how do you get started do it all you gotta do is write it sit your your phone up record it and just put them out like just just write just continue to create be consistent with your with your with your work because that's something that i am not i do not like social media i can't stand it and 
I, I battle with that a lot, but I'm like, okay, I do you have a lot of different things. I can't stand it. I do not like it. My team like, if you don't post a video, what are you doing? And then I get DMs and from people that, that have heard unfiltered emotion, they like, when you going to drop something else? When you going to do this? So now I got, I finally have like a full team where it's, I'm able to just write and create. I don't have to do everything else. So now I'm working on consistent content and other, other things like live shows, tours, all of that, open mic. So yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. So it feels like this is a good point, like a good, a good season. Uh huh. In your life, yeah. you know? I feel like I finally um I got it. Yeah. I the, the last couple of years I've been repeating the same test because gotta God I'll say God I want you to do this I need you to do this for me He say okay I need you to do this and I'll do it for a little minute and then after I get what I want I go back to doing what I what He told me not to do. Mm. So. Now I get it where it's it's finally at the point where it's like, I don't want to fail this test no more. I'm tired of doing the same thing. I'm tired of failing. I don't want to do it. So I'm going to do it your way. I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what happens. And that's, I think, where a lot of people get stuck because we're not passing the test. So we're going through the same cycle like over and over. So if you're, if you feel like you're stuck or you're not moving forward, it may be because you're not passing the test because you will keep going through that same. Until you pass it. So you get it. And then God will elevate you to the next level. There's levels, right? You got to pass the next test. You got to pass Then the next test. It don't stop, man. As long as we're here, there's always going to be another level, right? Because that's why we're here, to grow and evolve. Thanks. Yeah. So um, as we're coming to an end, we always do a journey takeaway, you know, okay. a takeaway from your story, from your journey that you will want to leave um, to our listeners. Uh, my takeaway would be don't give up. Literally, yeah. do not give up. It, it's going to be times where you want to, where you feel like you don't have nothing else to give, where you feel like you don't do everything right. When you feel like nothing you're doing is 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 getting you to the next step, you going forward one step and getting pushed back nine. Don't get because it's lessons in the process. Right. So we all got to go to a process to get to the end goal. Our end goal, we want success and all that, but in order to sustain success, we really need a whole lot wisdom, knowledge. Um, grace, mercy, favor. We need it all to, at, but at that top, and he don't he don't give it to us all at one time. You gotta go through each phase, so don't give up. Keep pressing, even when you don't want to. Keep pressing. Keep keep pushing. Like push through. Keep going. Yeah, and that can sound like so cliche at times. Like don't give up, but it's like literally because you're gonna have times where you're like, forget it. You know, I I don't want to do this anymore. But as long as you just keep going. Yeah, I agree. You know, maybe just because this way didn't work out, there's always another way. There's always another way, another opportunity that's waiting. 
Um, and where can we find you? If we want to get a book or find your spoken word unapologetically, where can we find you? Um, on Instagram, I am at Jakira McKendrick. Um, if you would like to purchase a book, you can purchase from my website. I am Jakira McKendrick dot com. Um, unapologetically me is shop unapologetically me.com. And um, unfiltered emotions is on um, every pl- music platform there is title, Spotify, Apple, everything is on everything. YouTube, type, uh, TikTok, it's on everything. You can go literally find it anywhere. Check it out. It is it's some good stuff on that album. It's really awesome. good. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the spoken word um, to the beat. You know, yeah. that's, different. that's different. Yeah. Um, well, that... I, I will say that's a, a good ending spot for us. Um, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and being vulnerable with us. I'm sure people are going to be blessed and encouraged. And thank you so much, family, for tuning in. Be sure to follow our new Instagram page at Jordan's Journey Podcast for updates, giveaways. Also, if you're looking to get clear on your vision and start taking action, doing what God has called you to do, let's talk. Um, you can visit jordansjourneycoaching.com to book your one-on-one coaching session today. That's all for now. God loves you so much, and so do I. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by this episode. For additional resources to help you grow in life and in faith along your journey, visit jordansjourneycoaching.com. Until next time, God loves you so much, and so do I. Bye.